Welcome to yet another episode of the Thoughts for Free podcast. I am here with Michelle, and uh, I'll let you kind of introduce yourself just for the record and all that. Hi there, I'm Michelle. I am a young person on the board of directors of Krinatuha, which is the board that um, essentially helps run the Ballonfoil Community Centre. And from that position, I found myself very interested in aspects of community and how community works and how young people sort of interact with that and how it affects them. Okay, cool. And so you have like a particular issue you wanted to bring up today? Yeah, an issue that I found really interesting actually was the whole thing of young people being neglected essentially by not having enough resources in the area that they live in. So like a certain case study for myself particularly would be my own area um, of like Hedford Road, that sort of area, Balion Costa, Torellan, Balion Foyle. Um, Balion Costa was built in 2004 and clearly, as you can sort of tell, it was a new establishment. It was like a fresh slate for um, the council of Galway City Council to kind of begin a new community, essentially, okay. um, centred around a, a community that already existed. So the problem sort of started there and you can see mm-hmm. it kind of impacting young people now as they grow up um, when you walk around the streets of the community. And I just want to talk about that in the broader sense of does neglecting resources really have an impact on young people right. and what sort of impact that is and what we can do to reverse that or mm. even stop it from happening. Yeah, and before we even go there, can we go backwards kind of, do you think there was like a, like, do you think it was a failure in planning of the, of the kind of community there? Like, do you think, like, they just didn't expect to have so much young people there? Is that, is that? It's, it makes sense that it would be a fault in the planning, but for them not to expect there to be so many young people is quite silly, really, on their part, because it's designed, it was designed with young people in mind, with play areas and greens. Um, There was no community centre, there was no playground built, Mm. and things like that are quite essential for a young person to feel like they belong to something, like they're involved with something and like activities and resources outside of school times was not available to these children and these young people as they grew up so the impacts of that can be seen and the Mm. poor planning on behalf of the planners is evident. Right, so this is something you want to get involved in, is it? I think I would like to do some research on it. Okay. Um, the board of directors sort of dismissed the idea when I first brought it up of, you know, the resources not okay. being available to the young people. Right. Do they give any reasons? Or? Um, they kind of gave the reason of, like, the resources are there now and people just need to look for them. But I kind of think that right. having those resources given to the people through, like, you know, the form of leaflets, things like that, and actually engaging people, especially young people, is important. Hmm. Excuse me while I sip on my water. <laughs> um, what kind of um, activities, or is it like facilities? Are you more focused on like services or areas to like play in? Is it, or would it be like cafes, or is it like to to sort of have a place to carry out some sort of a hobby, or like what kind of work? Or is it just everything? I suppose it is everything, like. I don't want to go into the stories of the area, but it's right. essential in the case study, really. Playgrounds are 
like a heart of a community sometimes mm. for young people, especially children. You see the children playing, you see parents interacting. In this area, there was no playground in Balian Costa particularly. Um, there was a committee discussing the need for a playground. It was never implemented because of a fear of vandalism. Mm. And thinking about that, where did that vandalism come from in the young people of that age at that time? Oh, vandalism of the park. Of the, pl- of the park. Of the, the new investment. Kind yeah, of. exactly. Oh, okay. And it's like, if we had done this investment when these kids were young, would huh. they have vandalized it as older people? Because they would feel like they're involved with something. Hmm. So it's kind of like you lose them. At a certain age, you kind of lose them once you don't give them something to engage with. And they don't feel like they're part of the community. They almost might have like a, a resentment towards this playground that they never had. Mm. You know, and the psychology yeah. of that, it's really yeah. interesting. You know what I mean? I get that, yeah. With an issue like this, it's kind of one that requires government attention or at least some sort of a higher... Like, it is not something you'd be able to do on your own. Um, and I'm just wondering, like with issues that do require government sort of attention um, when it comes to resources and sort of like the budget of the area it's obviously limited and so there are certain areas that are going to you know get more budgeting than others I'm not going to ask you like how you're going to make it work money wise but I'm going to ask you like if you were say in a room where they're making a budget like what well, you are in, in those rooms where you're asking for more resources I wonder like what are your sort of selling points for this how are you sort of going to convey these the government to give you sort of the leeway to do it. It's all about development of the community and the young people of today are the people that will rule the country tomorrow. Right. You know what I mean? Like that is such a cliche thing to say, but it's so true. Mm. These young people need to be nurtured because they are the ones who are going to go into the future. They're going to be running this country in the future. They need to know what is important. And community is a big step in what is important and how to make people feel like they're involved with something and how to make people feel like they're significant and that they can change things and that they can do things um, for themselves and for the community and for the world and nationwide on a global scale you know what I mean like it's it's all about you know helping these people grow when they're left neglected as we have seen they go on to not really know what to do with themselves really and they go on to be delinquents as some might say and they vandalize and they they go into things like alcoholism drugs you know things like that and obviously the government doesn't want to deal with that because down the line people taking drugs will need to have rehab centers so that's money going somewhere else Mm. there's going to be other resources that are needed and then we forget about the young people and the cycle just continues. It's like a vicious cycle. Mm. And there's ways of stopping it, of new developments like Balian Costa in 2004. They could have built a playground. They could have um, encouraged community, like bringing together. There is a community garden. There is small places for people to gather, but there was never a core of the community. Right. And that was the problem. Huh. It almost seems like they're like forced into doing those things isn't like there's nothing else to do and a lot of those things like alcohol and drugs like doing them together like they're being part of a community as bad as that sounds but they are with their friends and sort of like it's sad to see that that is the thing they choose to do because maybe there is no other thing to do like um you know i find it interesting and also the the danger of these sort of 
uh, towns or communities becoming just estates, like just becoming houses, like, and then having to move out of them um, to sort of do anything. Like, a lot of people would, around Galway, like in all those towns living, and myself included, would sort of like travel into town, like travel to Galway to do anything, like to meet up with yeah, anyone. Exactly. You don't really meet up in Athenry or, or in or more it's the areas I'm from and in all the other towns you sort of like you'd be like oh I'll meet you in town whereas you know you're there you're local and you yeah. should be able to sort of spend that time locally as well which is all that's yeah. definitely a big point with these young people even for me growing up personally there was no space right I found spaces outside of the estate and I think that's kind of it it's like a trap if you don't find extracurricular activities outside of it you get trapped and I think it's, I've seen it in individuals around me that they sort of fall into the trap of, you know, not knowing what to do with themselves. And mm. They have no other choice. They're stuck with it. And you're completely right. And it is a community, but it's, it's the opposite of what society really wants to have. Mm. You know, these are all problems that are prevalent in society that are happening at a young age and will be harder to reverse as they get older. Mm. There's also like a big <clears throat> pressure on um, the GAA in Ireland to sort of take over that problem. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, there's nothing to do. Like, you know, play hurling, play gig football, play handball or whatever. But obviously the first question that you're going to ask, like, what if, you know, you don't like those particular sports because they're exactly. the main ones in Ireland. And there's a lot of pressure on the trainers and the coaches to kind of take in these huge groups and organize events and all the stuff like so. There is, you're right, you're completely right. This is another point that I've thought about mm. really deeply is that sports is a huge thing and it's great yeah. in itself, it's amazing, but it's not going to solve all the problems that we have. You know what I mean? Like in the area, there is a community centre now, they have the basketball, the GAA, the soccer, right. but I'm one of the, those people who isn't into one of those things. You know what right. I mean? That kind of hits you personally. Then, yeah, and it's yeah. like there are more people like me I mm. know people oh, no. that are like of me. Of course, of course. What is there for us? You know what I mean? Like, mm. what I always say, you know, what can we do to include people like me and what can we do in the arts region? You know, because really the arts sort of relates to everyone. You can have an arts exhibition that includes the GAA people mm. and they'll actually enjoy it. Whereas with the GAA, it's like, how can you include these people? It's hard. You know what I mean? Because it's just focused on the physical aspect of the sport, I suppose. Yeah. Like, it's a sport, and it's all physical, yeah. and, and sort of, like, what if you want to write a poem? Yeah, or what if <laughs> And you maybe share it with your peers, like, yeah, people your age. Yeah, or start a band, you know Or what start I mean? a band, yeah, anything. Like, it's all really key. Like, on this committee, I've managed to get, like, social inclusion grants and okay. try and do things that are, like, inclusive of the community other than sports. Um, which I think should happen all around the country. You know, social inclusion nights are key. You know, having music, having people gathering and doing something together, it really helps even as a beginning to sort of start a conversation mm. and start a movement of people trying to reverse the effects of neglect, basically. Yeah, of course. And you're... You, yeah. Now I was going to ask about your use of term. Like, you are saying that it is neglect. And, like... Are you, yeah, I suppose by the, by, the, by the planning of it, by the government, I suppose, and by, but it's also by, by, like, by us, and I suppose you're really taking that, like, personally, and you're saying that, look, I'm going to try and do something about it, which is great, and, like, 
be nice to see the development of it and your research as well because you're you're also saying that you'd like to research more into this exactly, yeah. and see maybe what like what things you can do to sort of help the town or whichever and what what towns is it what, what areas are you focusing on or, um, again i see myself focusing on where i grew up by okay. on costa it's it's an estate mm. like it's yeah. It's an area of estates. Right. I don't even know what to call it. Yeah. There's other areas like Ballonfoyle and Turellin. Mm. Um, they're all kind of encompassed in this one area that's like, you know, even speaking about it now, it's hard to describe it. You know mm. what I mean? And then we can look at Knocknacara as well. Um, like in a local area of Galway of Knocknacara. And, you know, I'm sure you've heard there's gangs in Knocknacara of young people gathering and, you know, rapping and of course it's great that they're doing something of creatively expressing themselves right. but there are aspects of drug abuse and alcohol abuse and like violence in these gangs because it is a community but it is a gang community and mm. we all know about the effects of gang community you know it's not good right. um, and then on a nationwide scale if you look at Dublin you know the suburbs of Dublin mm. you know there must be more development there because it's the capital obviously Right. But it's huge, and it's hard. It's hard to pinpoint a singular place being from Galway, but I'm sure there are similar situations there, and even in the U.S., there are communities where, you know, like African Americans or Latin Americans, they're like neglected mm. because they don't. They're not given the arts or the sports, even. You know what I mean? And you can see this gang activity emerging because of that. You know, they try and make their own community. Mm because they're not given one, or right. they're not allowed to have one, you know? And in effect, they make these kind of communities, which yeah. can be quite dangerous. They try and fill, like, a void that's there. Because huh. as humans, we do need community to survive, right. you know what I mean? Social interactions and all that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Huh. Um, to switch gears a little bit, I'd like to kind of creatively think about the whole thing and I have a point to 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 sort of go against all of this and it and it's come and I might I might read off some things because it's from a it's from England it's from it's some from something that happened in England quite recently and um, it's basically um, it's this it's sort of this person and, I, and I'm not sure you, you can sort of like we can we can look into it later and I'll, I'll post a link in the description or whatnot but it was some politicians sort of coming out on stage and, and sort of saying that the problem of today's youth is that they're in, they're in schools and they're in youth work groups and then that's it. There's nothing else. And this all kind of is your point, actually. Uh, but the backlash of the public was a bit different. And, and so, so she's saying that, you know, they're in schools, they're in youth work groups, and then you don't see them anywhere else or sort of just, you know, wandering around the streets and sort of not really knowing what to do. <clears throat> and so she poses questions like, why isn't there nothing in between? Like, why isn't there, like, a facility or a place they can go to or sort of, like, something planned for them? And um, the backlash of it was from the older generation of how it used to be and how people were not afraid to be bored and were not afraid to sort of play with what they have or, or use their imagination to play. And... Um, I suppose the backlash was about also the schooling system and how strict it is and how everything is planned in the future, you know, what's coming. And sort of then when three o'clock hits and you finish school, there's nothing else planned for your day. 
and then you're sort of in this system, but then you're out of it, just like that. And then you need to plan your evening. And so there is the extra click, your activities, which last about an hour or two. So that takes a bit of time. But I suppose the backlash was about um, like how we got too used to everything being organized for us. And are we too afraid to be bored, I guess, is, was the backlash. And I found that quite interesting because that, that is kind of going against what you're sort of going at here. Yeah, that is a very interesting point. Um, and I suppose the whole thing with imagination is once you get to a certain age, right. your imagination for plays, like, it kind of dwindles, obviously, with the development of a child. You know, you're not always going to be able to say, let's play house, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, young people, they're just finding it harder to do things like that. And I think... Back then, they didn't have social media. They didn't have, like, technical technological developments that we have today. And there is definitely that aspect of everything being planned. You know what I mean? Mm. But it's definitely something to give thought of, like, you know, those young people were... They sort of had a different phase of growing up. They had a different society around yes. them. Yes. You know, they... This society now is more liberal. And there's more sort of scape for young people to express themselves and for them to do things that impact the community and the world. Like, you know, Greta Thunberg, she's speaking in front of the UN. You know what I mean? I sorry, her name is Greta Thunberg. Um, mm, but, like, <laughs> young people are, you know, developing more. And I think we should be giving young people the space to, to use their imagination. You know, right. youth-led, youth empowerment programs. We don't always have to give them this timetable of something to do. So you know? sort of like youth-led programs, kind of, youth like led, where, they, where they would sort of... Yeah, say what they want to do. Right. You know what I mean? Like even from a young age, in the Scouts, you can see they're doing youth-led sort of empowerment in the, communi- in the program of like how they run Scouts. You know, young people are now allowed to say, you know, I want to learn how to light a fire I want to learn how to mm-hmm. you know write a play you know a skit um, all of these sort of aspects of art and sport and creativity they're all being implemented in one thing in the scouts you know what I mean um, I think you know you have to it's not like they're going to just pick up something and do it themselves even when you're young you know those older people that are saying that we found something to do they weren't given the option of resources they, it wasn't really sort of thought out but now we have youth cafes in some places, just not enough. Mm. You know what I mean? We have the resources to do this. We have the resources to give these kids what, to something to develop. You know, back then, probably drugs wasn't as big of a, an issue. Right. Back then, sex was probably like a bigger issue because you can see with the stats. I've read online a few stats about how young people in their day were losing their virginities and having sexual activities at a younger age than they are now. Hmm. You know, young people are sort of becoming wary of that. And mm. development is helping that, you know what I mean? And mm. education. And it's mm. important, you know, young people, they have their system of education. They go in from, you know, nine to four or whatever. Right. Um, but then it's like, because the structures that these people have left behind, it's not their fault that they're in school from nine to four and they don't have a structure. It's like you are the people who are running the government. You're the people who implement these things. So what do you expect them to do once they're out of this structure that you've created for them? Mm. You know what I mean? These people are saying that 
oh, this structure, they're so used to it. And it's like, but who created that structure? Obviously the adults. And they're expecting the children to sort of come out of this structure and do their own thing when they're trained to have a structure. They're trained like an assembly line in school. And, and would you continue that then, sort of like, you, you'd want a bit of structure in, in the children's lives then? Um, <clears throat> like, like for their free time? I suppose giving them the power to say, you know... Or even like what age. you're saying as well, even giving them a place to be yeah. sort of creative. So you're not really like, not like it's, it's going to be all structured, yeah, but exactly. just to have like a... Like they can, if they want it to be structured, they can have it structured. You know, every community should have like, ideally, like utopian for me would be right. like having a youth cafe at the centre. Like, you know, in the community centre that I have now, they didn't build a youth cafe in it or a kitchen or like, you know, a space for young people to gather, a space for books. And I thought kind of like, I was baffled because it's like, these are clearly things that are very good for communities. And you can see young people in Galway using the Galway City one, you know, as an example. And, you know, it would be really good for these young people to have the space to, you know, be themselves and develop in ways that don't involve gang life, drugs and alcohol, you know, that kind of stuff. It's great stuff. Yeah, I, I think I, w I went through everything that I wanted to sort of ask you. Is there anything else you'd like to bring up or finish up on? I just think, yeah, for the development of the future generations, we do need to um, help develop young people. As the Irish proverb says, Molan Oiga August Chucky She. There you go. <laughs> there you go for all the Irish listeners. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was a pleasure having you. Thank you. Thank it's you. great to talk to you, Peter. Cool.